Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Hello and welcome. I'm Aman Mazingo, and this is the Afro Tales Podcast, a show that will explore the folklore, tales, myths, and legends of the African diaspora. Today we head to Trinidad for another beautiful story. Um, this one is about spirits um, or beings from the hereafter and well I really don't want to give it away so sit back relax and listen to this tale about the graveyard jumpies the graveyard jumpies one day Tante invited me and my cousins to her house we gon' party, bring some pillows. None of us wanted to go to Tanti's house, especially if it meant we must stay the night. Tanti lived by herself on a lonesome street. At one end is a forgotten graveyard with faded white tombstones. Across the street at the other end is Tanti's house. Nothing else is in between except a whole lot of grass and broken street stones. Tanti used to have neighbors, but they all moved away. People say the graveyard jumbies chased them. Sometimes, if a good sea breeze are blowing, we can see leftover pieces of their houses between the tall grass. Well, when Mama heard about Tanti's party, she said we had to go. Daddy drove me, Avery, Susan, and Cedric over there, picking up my cousin Gerard on the way. Then Daddy left us standing on Tante's porch, clutching our pillows. Y'all come on in, said Tante, throwing wide open the red doors of her wooden house. We filed inside and put our pillows down on the couch. The table was loaded down with food and the smell coming from it made our bellies grumble. 
we were standing there taking in some good sniffs when Tante began to laugh. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all children? Oh, y'all look like your big toes been stolen and eaten for supper. Avril, braver than me, he said, Tante, it's the jumbies. We afraid they gonna come to the house tonight. Gerard, Susan, and Cedric nodded their heads. Tante looked at me and I nodded mine. I was glad Avril had spoken up and I could tell the others were too. Tante smiled at us and shook her head. We're not worrying about no jumbies tonight. We're going to eat plenty good and tell stories. When we finished eating, Tante took our plates into the kitchen and came back carrying a large coconut currant cake. It was almost three cakes round. None of us had ever seen a cake so big. This a special cake when all you're eating your slices, be careful. Why? Asked Susan, not taking her eyes off the big wonder. This cake is full of surprises. There are presents for everyone inside. If you wish hard enough when you bite in, you'll find yours. The person wishing the hardest will find a prize and will start off the storytelling. We waited until Tante had put all our slices. Then we closed our eyes and wished hard. I wished for a new cricket bat. When I took a big bite, I reached in and pulled out a tiny notebook. I looked over at Tante and she smiled. Must mean you're going to be a writer someday. I smiled back. I like that idea. Look, shouted Avery. He pulled out a plastic car from his mouth. Avery wants to drive race cars when he gets older. Gerard found a ring with a bright red stone in his slice of cake. That's a ring for a king, I see. Gerard's face broke into a huge smile because his last name is Prince. Then Cedric pulled out a beautiful seashell from his slice. Look, he said, holding it up for us to see. Cedric, oh, he's a shell collector. He makes beautiful gifts from shells. But Susan had the best present. It was a tiny candle wrapped in shiny paper with flowers all over it. The candle was the prettiest thing I had ever seen. It looked like something for a dollhouse. Well, Susan wished the hardest. Just then, the lights flickered once, twice, and then went out completely. Tante, Tante, what happened to the lights? Susan cried. I thought this might happen. They never like to see me have a bit of fun. What you talking about, Tante? I asked. The jumbies. Of course. They pulled the light switch and now current gone. It'll take the electric company a long time to fix it. Tante, you said we didn't have to worry about no jumbies tonight, said Cedric. I know, but I didn't know we were going to have such fun. They only come when I'm having too much fun. They feel left out. We're not having fun, Tante, 
I said, thinking I could trick the jumpies. No, not a bit, cried all my cousins. But it wasn't working. The lights were lost to us. I know what. Let's tell a story about those old jumpies. But first, we'll light Susan's candle. That candle won't last but two seconds, said April. Tante didn't say anything. She just lit Susan's tiny candle with a match from her pocket and put it on a small plate. Tante's eyes were shadowed in the dark. And when she looked at me, I felt it more than I could see it. Would you like to hear about the jumpies from the graveyard? She asked. I shivered and nodded my head. My cousins must have done the same because Tante started. A long, long time ago, when I lived here, this house was only one of the pretty, brightly painted houses on the street. Next to my red house was a big blue house, and next to that was a small pink house. And at the end of the street there was a large green house. We all grew pretty flowers in our yards because we didn't have any room to grow trees. But that was okay. Across the street, there weren't any houses but the trees. Glory! The trees were tall and wide and greener than I've ever seen. What happened to him? Asked April. I'll tell you in a minute, boy. But first, let me tell you, there was something else across the street. At the very, very end, where nobody would bother, was a tiny graveyard with two or three stones. As the years passed, the graveyard did begin to get more and more tombstones. But that was still okay. That is, it was okay until people came in and started cutting down those beautiful trees to make room for new houses. Before long, there was a bright yellow house, then a brown one, and even a purple house across the street. But all the trees, the trees were dead and gone, just like the folks buried in the graveyard. Well, now I knew trouble was coming because what most folks didn't know is that whenever you have a graveyard, you must have plenty of trees. Why, Tante? I interrupted. Because... A graveyard is a jumbies playground. All those jumbies spirits floating around looking over their bodies buried in the ground sometimes get bored and like to play. So they swing and dance in nearby trees. And they don't bother nobody. In fact, if you want to see a jumbie, all you have to do is climb in a tree next to a graveyard and wait for the jumbies to come play. <laughs> anyway, 
When folks started cutting down those trees, the jumbies lost their favorite places to play. So they crept inside the first house and played in there instead. They swung from the lights and danced on the tables. They stole sheets drying on clotheslines and ran around the yard waving them and scaring everyone. Soon afterwards, the people in that house moved out. And the jumbies, well, they got bored because they still didn't have no trees to play in. Went on to the second house. They did the same thing and their folks quickly moved away. And so the jumbies continued their pranks until all my neighbors had packed up and moved far away. And no one, no one ever came to fill those houses. The jumbies taking over. How come you didn't move, Tante? Because I have trees now. When I saw all the trouble the jumbies were causing, I said to myself, it's time to start planting. And I did. I made room for trees. I planted a mango tree and a lime tree and a tall, skinny coconut tree, which is the jumbies' favorite because they like to shimmy up the trunk and slide down fast so fast sometimes I can hear them laughing at night so it worked Gerard whispered well those jumpies peek into my window every now and then and they pull the electric switches if they think I'm having fun and they ain't but otherwise we stay out of each other's way they thankful for the trees I planted. So, Tante, those jumbies definitely not coming in here, right? I asked. Well, only if the trees fall down. And just then, the candle flickered and went out. And we were in darkness again. But this time, we weren't scared. And Ava says, one night, soon, we're going to climb Tante's mango tree and wait for the jumpies to come out and play. But I don't know about that. The end. Okay, this is an interesting story. Um, A jumpy. Um, something I had never heard of before, and after reading this story, I still don't know exactly what it is, except for some type of malevolent spirit um, that doesn't like you cutting down their trees around their graveyard. <laughs> um, and it made me think about it. If you go to graveyards, you do see a lot of trees in that area. So... So maybe there is something to the story. Um, But this particular story is, as you heard, names of people and everything like that. It was written by a woman named Lynn Joseph in her book, A Wave in Her Pocket, Stories from Trinidad. And 
if you have time, please go get this book. It has beautiful stories in it and about a quite a few uh, um, Trinidadian. I hope I said that correctly. <laughs> Trinidadian um, folklore creatures, which are all interesting. Um, but it made me look up what a jumbie was. And from what I have found, they are, it is a gen- generic term for um, malevolent spirits, um, demons, or um, uh, things of that nature. And they're all over the world. Um, different names, but yeah, um, demons. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a Congo uh, word form, which is Vumbi, um, V-U-M-B-I-E. And so is Jumbi and Vumbi a, a correlation? Possibly, since we do know that people from the Congo did land in the Caribbean. Um, they're not ghosts, though. Don't don't mistake them with ghosts. They're not ghosts. They are just um, almost like demonic spirits. But they're everywhere. And now I want to climb a tree. <laughs> uh, I want to climb a tree and see if I can catch any 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 jumbies. Uh-huh. But. There are some, I guess, that are um, more benevolent um, and uh, are willing to help. But these particular ones, it seems in this story, want to have fun and don't like it if you're having fun without them. And we know people like that, right? They're uh, kind of like party poopers almost, right? Um, to bring a little fun into it, they're kind of spiritual party poopers in this story, in this particular story. I'm pretty sure that is not the case in all stories. And obviously for those that were uh, the people that were, that ran away, they were not any kind of a spirit that they wanted to stick around and deal with. Uh, But I feel bad though that, their trees were cut down simply to build homes. No matter how beautiful the home was, did they use the wood from the trees to to help build the homes? I don't know. Uh, that's interesting. But uh, it, it it's a nice story. I like it. A little bit longer than what I normally do, but uh, I like it. And... Uh, a couple more stories this week will be long also. But um, thank you for listening to the story. Uh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for supporting and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. You can always find Afro Tales Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to leave me a message or a tweet, I can be found on Twitter at Afro Tales Cast, on Instagram and Facebook at Afro Tales Podcast, 
and now on coffee at coffee.com forward slash afro tales podcast where you can financially support me for the price of one small cup of coffee however you support i thank you and i appreciate it always so until next time have a great day Thank you.